we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We're not dressed for this. I don't need to be around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, what a road is. I'm not really sure what I've done to you. Hola, everyone, and welcome to Real Housewives of Dallas recap on the Hot and Bravo podcast on the Butter to Pop Network. And I said hola because we are in Mexico still. We are in Cares for the Real Housewives of Dallas Mexico trip. Now, it started off with eh, kind of not really a bang, but more of like a wah-wah um, as Leanne was, um, I guess, very negative, according to Carrie. But we are picking it up with part two of this trip and... Once again, it's Eddie Estrada here with my co-host and amigo, Armin. How you doing? I'm good, Eddie. How are you? I'm doing great. Do you like how I'm using real um, Spanish words, not Mexicano words, as uh, Cameron said in part one of the Carrera Strip? I love it. I took Spanish uh, growing up. I didn't retain enough of it, unfortunately. Um, I know uh, you speak a little bit because, of course, you're half Mexican. I am. Uh, I think neither of us... I wouldn't say I speak. I can understand. You can understand. <laughs> and I could make my way around. Yeah. Neither of us can speak as well as Camille, though. Yeah. Camille's got it. She's, she's got it down she's, pat. She's for real, real. Portuguese, Spanish, French. She could sprinkle in some Italian. She's very good with languages. I'm not. I can barely speak English. Y'all know this from the from the podcast. It's like I'm barely making it through. Barely. She's trying to teach me some uh, Portuguese. I love that. What we got, uh, say something right now? Uma caipirinha, por favor. Oh, you want a caipirinha? Caipirinha, please. Poco azúcar, muito limón. Um, a little sugar and then lemon. A lot of lime. A lot of lime. Yeah, that's how I like it. A little was, bit of sugar. Was I right though? You're right. Yeah. See, it's kind of yeah, it's azúcar, kind of yeah, Spanish. You know. Azucar is sugar. And yeah, exactly. No, I mean, Portuguese and Spanish have yeah. some similarities for sure. Wow, I'm like, Look maybe I'm going to languages. Can maybe, you speak Portuguese? Maybe English <laughs> is my worst language and I can actually speak all the other languages. <laughs> hey, well, with, I don't know about that. With a little bit of tequila in me, it's fiesta time, yo. <laughs> and with a little bit of tequila in these ladies, it was fiesta time That's as well. True. Because they had a lot more fun, kind of, in the second part of the trip. Um, so let's, let's dive right in because I feel like we've got a lot to cover. Because they were all around Carreas this trip. Um, it starts off with Leanne once again in her uh, negative space. They are going to do a workout on the stairs. And this, like, honestly reminded me of the Santa Monica stairs. Have you ever done the Santa Monica stairs, Armin? I haven't, but I'm aware of them. Okay. The, guys, for those who don't know, Santa Monica stairs is this, like, staircase in Santa Monica. Shocker, right? <laughs> and I used to go with my friend, and we used to do them as, like, a workout. And you run basically up and down these stairs, like, a million times. And they are the steepest stairs, and it is so scary. And these people are, like, jamming up and down. Fantastic workout, though. I can never go again because I'm not friends with that friend anymore. So I do not want to run into them there. But <laughs> Leanne, I get the whole thing. Like, I don't want to do vacation. I don't want to do a workout on vacation. But like, at the same time, be part of the group. Be present. You know what I mean? Like, suck it up. That's the housewives motto. You know, they get into a lot of stuff that I feel like they normally wouldn't get into. Right. And they schedule like different activities. This is like maybe one of the lightest, less 
you know, intensive things that you could ever do on a housewives trip. I actually make all of the people who stay at my house do an intensive 45 minute total body workout before we can do anything on well, that's that list fair. for tourism. Yeah, that's so totally fair. Yeah. It's the only way to do it. So, I mean, Leanne, just don't come over to my house because you would not like that. Um, but Carrie does pull aside Brandy to talk to Brandy because as Brandy said, she had the Irish goodbye the night before because <laughs> I think it was, I think it was mostly because of drinking, but I guess it was also because she, um, had to let, uh, let go a little log, a little member, uh, <laughs> a and, little log. And like, like Stephanie says, sometimes you got a, you got a big poop and it just wears you out. It just knocks you out. I, I think it was also the tequila, but I think it's more the log. You think it was more the log? Yeah. I always say log because it reminds me of um, the house bunny when she's like, I'm going to go drop a log. Or she's like, I'm going to do something <laughs> mysterious in the bathroom. And she's like, I'm going to drop a log. I love the house bunny. That's it's mortifying. Netflix. Never repeat that. I've never watched it. Oh my God. You need to watch it. House bunny is one of the, my top movies of all times. It holds up still. It's fantastic. That says a lot about your film taste. My number one movie is Clueless. <laughs> My favorite movie ever. If that shows you, House Bunny and Clueless are up there in the top uh, are 10. Are you more uh, Anna Ferris or Alicia Silverstone? I think in real life, I'm more Anna Ferris, but I feel like I wanted to be Alicia Silverstone growing up. Cher Horowitz was like my icon. She's one of the most iconic characters in film history, I would argue. I used to wander, when I first went to college in LA, I used to drive to Beverly Hills at night when I was stressed and like go get the Sprinkles Cupcake ATM and wander around the stores in Beverly Hills like she did because I was like, I want to be like Cher Horowitz. <laughs> um, but enough about LA because let's get back to Dallas. So Brandy share, or Carrie shares with Brandy that Leanne told her story again. And Brandy basically is like, well, welcome to the team. Like, this is your initiation. Like, Leanne always tells her story. And then makes, like, jokes about it, which... Right. I get um, I get where Brandy's coming from in the sense of that. Like, she's like, oh, we've heard this a million times. Like, she feels like she's, like, relying on it. It's, like, her basically crutch. But at the same time, this is something that has greatly affected Leanne's life. This is not a crutch. This is something that she has to live with every day. It's more of a burden. And for Brandy to kind of be, like, so la-di-da about it and then have her own issues later in the episode, which we'll get into – it just felt a little bit hypocritical for me and made me a little bit upset that like, yeah, like I get that they're playing with it, like saying this like whole thing, like, Oh, this is Leanne. Like Leanne always tells a story, but like Leanne has every right to tell the story and it's someone new in the group and she wants her to understand like how she is. Do, do I think Leanne was a little bit overboard this trip with her negativity? Yes. Um, but I'm not going to rag on her past because of it. Yeah, and like we said last week, everyone is a sum of their experiences. Yes. And Leanne's experiences were far more traumatic than the average person's. Way, Which way is more extremely traumatic. fair to say. That's an understatement, in yes. fact. Right? So, I think it's very understandable that she speaks about her experiences. I'm sure it's a form of catharsis for her. Oh, 100%. Instead of bottling it up, which would actually be worse in my opinion... And everyone has their loops. That's the Leanne loop. B- Bethany would joke about the Sonia loop, which was uh, smoky eye up doing stod. Okay, Brandy has her own loop, a part of which is Leanne is annoying. That's all you talk about. Okay, they all have their loops. So a part of Leanne's loop is her life experiences, obviously, like yeah. anyone's would be. Armin's loop is succession. My loop is definitely it's HBO prestige yeah. content, Succession, The Wire, and Six Feet Under. Uh, but 
I don't get the hate on Leanne for this. Neither do I. At least to this degree, I don't get it. I, I have to agree because for something this intense and huge, it seems to be taken very lightly, which bugs me more than it more than I think it does the most average person watching this. I don't know. If you guys feel like this is upsetting to you. I know too some as well. people are annoyed by it. I'm just like, look, your life experiences make you who you are. Yeah. I mean, I talk about the same like like three situations I've been right. on this podcast like every other time. Like and I know y'all hate it, but I'm still gonna <laughs> do it. We have new listeners. They gotta know the story. Yeah, we got you, some carries in the group. Your ex your your ex friend. <laughs> my ex my ex friend is like just put an X in front of yeah. it. And uh, your other ex-friend, who was maybe verging on ex-territory. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. It's those three situations. Yeah, but, like, they're the sum of me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's why I love hearing the stories and how they could be applied... To everything. To, to different scenarios Very that we talk Sheena. about. Very Sheena of me. I love it. I love to hear about it. So, go ahead with your loop. Go ahead. Everyone has their own smoky eye up doing shtad. That's what I say. Get your loop going. Figure it out. <laughs> Get your smoky do, smoky do upstart <laughs> and rog, and get going. Uh, I want my loop to be smoky I up do and shnod. Smoky do I up do and schnod. But um, I feel like I'd have to rock a smoky eye, wear an updo, and have visited shnod for that to be my loop, at least authentically. Well, let's go. Um, I did like how Carrie though tried to like reset the group by doing a shot and like making a toast about positivity. This is totally something I would do. Actually, I'm actually in charge of like the shot. Um, like, what are they called? Like the distribution? No, not distribution, but like what you say. Pouring. What, what do you say? Like what cheers. Is it the cheers. So I'm always. You usually forgot the word cheers. Yeah, because I never cheers. <laughs> I mine. Do you want to hear what mine is? Do you give a toast? I do give a toast. Every well, people like my toast, so I always give it. And I actually yeah. stole it from sorority. Nobody girls. likes your toast. They just tell you that. No, it's really funny. I still. <laughs> I'm gonna. T- I'm gonna say it right now. I'll oh, do you have the air. same toast every time? Yeah. You are. Literally a loop. To staying single, seeing double, and screwing triple. And then you take your shot. What's the home run? <laughs> no, it's it's to staying single. Right, but the single single double dribble. I'm guess I'm There's thinking no home it's a base. It's one, well that's two, a baseball three. reference, right? No, it's a sex reference. Oh, uh, but the the sex <laughs> reference, it's a baseball analogy. Sports. It's a it's a two point game. What is it? Ten point game? Seven point game? I don't so know. So it's a staying single, seeing double, double. and screwing triple. Screwing triple and hitting the home run. Oh, Boom. God. Adding it in. Yeah. Let's all add it in next time. That'll be the, Add it in next no, time. No, next time you come in, you come in at the end and you're like, and hitting the home Let's run. Let's do it like, tonight. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> We're doing it. I love it. Um, if you guys can't tell me and I'm going to go out tonight because it is a very special. We got to wish. We got to wish Camille a happy Let's birthday. Let's wish Camille a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Camille. If you guys listen. Can you hear us? Our housewives historian, Camille, it is her birthday. And so we got to go out and celebrate her. So if you see her on social media, give her a nice some love. Say happy birthday to her. She does more than she. She's amazing. She's incredible. Um, but the ladies decide to go to a polo match. Well, they don't decide. Carrie takes them to, which I guess polo is really big in Koreas, and they have like this giant polo field, which I, I've never seen a polo match. I've only seen the polo, the the Vuv, the Vuv polo party. You know what they do? Like with the champagne, they do like the Vuv. Oh polo right, party. yeah. I've only seen that, and I haven't even been to that. But that's the only way I knew what like a polo field looked like was through that and um, what a girl wants because they play polo and what a girl wants with Amanda Bynes. This was literally my third time seeing a polo field. Uh, we also learned that Brandy can speak to animals, specifically horses. Okay. I didn't know she ran an equestrian center with Zero her husband. Clue. That's that's a lot of work. 
Uh, I was impressed. I loved how she was like the horse whisperer and she was like, Oh, you're looking so good. Like, this is a great little like pose. Um, I also loved how she was like, I don't know anything about polo. So tequila it is. Cause that's a hundred percent me. Like, I'm just like, well, where's the tequila? I, I don't know how to work through this. Yeah. Honestly, even if I knew how to work through something, where's the tequila? Um, Deandra gets wasted. Deandra gets the beginning of her wasted. Um, and she tells, this is the first time she tells Leanne that Carrie was offended, um, by the way that she acted and she explains it and she's like, and Leanne's like, well, I thought when she said, this is my room that she was like trying to like, you know, ice me out, even though we were together. And she was like, no, that was not what it was at all. It was a complete misunderstanding. And Leanne's like, well, you know, I'm going to suck it up and be happy and get through it. And that's just going to make everything better. So I think that was a good call by Leanne, Mm -hmm. um, for sure. Um, but then we get a conversation between Brandy and Stephanie. And this is the other, this is, this is the flip side of the Leanne situation that I want to talk about, which is Leanne's conversation and Leanne's story does not only affect the people in the group who are like hearing it for the first time or people like Brandy who are annoyed. It affects Stephanie and, Stephanie has been very vocal and open about her mental health, her mental health issues, her depression and her suicide attempt, which is nothing to be taken lightly. And she's very empathetic. She's very in tune with her emotions and the emotions of other people. And this is a trigger for her by Leanne telling the story once again. I mean, it causes Stephanie to wake up the next morning, throwing up. She's stressed. It It's weighing on her and she breaks down with Brandy and is like, you know, like, it's really hard for me to open up to other people and to like, you know, be honest about these kinds of things because I feel like no one will like me if I do. Right. And to confront the subject of suicide uh, because it's so triggering. Uh, yeah, I felt so bad for, for Steph in this situation. Uh, but I feel like she doesn't give herself enough credit mm-hmm. because... She is, I think, more open and honest and transparent than she thinks, than she realizes. Yeah. You know? And and I imagine uh, her emotions are complex a lot of the time. I'm not in her head. But I imagine that in a lot of these situations where she does appear to genuinely be having a good time, that she is having a good time. But also somewhere in there, she's upset. You can have both things going on at once. You can. You can. People are complex. And you could be happy but also holding a lot of heartache. Yeah. Right? I feel like she's one of the most transparent housewives, actually. Because of, because of her opening up about um, her feelings like this. I think so, too. I think and her insecurities. Like, how often do housewives do that? Almost never. And it's really nice to see her do it in such, like, an authentic way where it doesn't feel like I'm just going to be real. Like, with Luan, not Luann, Leanne, it kind of feels like I get where Brandy's coming from, where she kind of uses it in situ. She tells it at situations to kind of get her off of the chopping block. Like she was being called negative. So she's like, well, this is the reason I'm negative. Whereas Stephanie is like, it's not in, it's not in reply to something. It's as it's her just needing to release. Yeah. She's not leveraging it for any sort of personal gain. It's in a confessional or it's in a one-to-one with Brandy. Who's her best friend. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, and I also really appreciate these conversations because if you look at Stephanie from the front, just at face value, perfect life, perfect face, perfect body, perfect hair, perfect husband, perfect house, the perfect job. The housewife is the best job in the entire world. (laughs) But like, 
she's been through pain. She's been through hardship. And yeah. I think that's really important for people to see because like, it's not easy for anyone and you never know what someone else is going through. Weren't you saying that she appears to be a princess? Yeah. She's like the Disney princess of housewives, but like you would never know that she has so much pain and she's been through so yeah. something so intense. So it's really important for people like her to have these conversations, especially people on television to let people know that they're not alone, that they're not the only ones going through this community is only made stronger through acceptance and communication and, you know, reaching out. So I am really proud of Stephanie and you know, I, I just got to give kudos to her. Yeah. Um, let's talk about something that I was obsessed with. It was basically Miraval in Texas, which was the Copa de Sol, um, sound bath that the ladies went to. First of all, I almost said Dorinda Deandra was moved to tears I think partly because of the alcohol but Mm -hmm. it was also a very like transformative experience for all of them they were all being like I felt a release I felt amazing Armin have you ever done a sound bath nope okay they are freaking amazing like I would have loved to do this because the acoustics of this Copa de Sol would have been insane to feel because you probably Mm. would have felt everything like so much deeper I did a sound bath and a yoga one, like in a yoga class once. It was like restorative yoga. And then they also oh, did a right. sound bath. I, talk, I think I talked this about it like on our OC. On the OC pod, yeah. On the OC podcast. But I just felt so, like they said, you just feel a release. I felt so like limber and flexible, not just from like that, but like you just felt like your body had like nothing holding it down anymore. Like you feel so good when you go to like a really good sound bath, I'm, I'm an advocate for sound baths. I'm a Shannon Bedore. Uh, I carry this is a PSA. PSA. If y'all Public a, service announcement, do sound baths. If you have a chance to do like a good sound bath, not like someone's garage or some crap, like go to oh, like a my, real place. My friend does one in his garage. Well, maybe, maybe go check. I heard it's out. quite good. Hey, if you find a professional <laughs> and go do a sound bath, um, you can find them anywhere in like LA and New York. I know. Um, <laughs> Everywhere else, Google. And you just um, you just talked about one in Arizona. And Miraval, Arizona, yeah. Right. At like resorts and stuff, but I don't know. But seriously, sound baths, if you guys get a chance, go do it. If you, it's some yoga added in that's restorative, do it as well. You'll feel this release that the woman we're talking about. Um, the view was incredible too. Yes, very much so. I want to go to Cairoes. Like I don't care about the two-hour drive. I've done drives in mexico it is fine i've literally gone to like go every year i go every year we go into the villages like we do two-hour drives like not to the like the beach or like to go to our destination we like drive into real places and go see real villages and like real people and stuff and like it's worth the drive to go to carias as long as i'm staying at carrie's house yeah carrie if you're listening uh if we could stay at your place that'd be nice we need a place to stay and uh, your place looks pretty quaint and cool um, it looks very, it, not so much quaint, but very cool. It's, I think it looks quaint. It's, it's, nice, it's nice little, small little like small, bungalow. Understated. Understated I is would the use, word. Understated is the word to describe. Yeah, place, very yeah. muted, very neutral, no very, bright colors. Yeah. Nope, nope, not one. Very simple way to live. Super simple. Not a lot of stairs. I mean, yeah. And she only has like, what, four housekeepers? Like, that's <laughs> insane. Like, at least have five. What kind of poverty are you living in? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's nothing. Nothing. How can you get anything done? Yeah, I mean, clearly. Well, speaking of people not being able to get anything done, <laughs> Deandra's blackout drunk. <laughs> Super wasted. I don't think I've ever seen her this drunk. Uh, neither have I. And Carrie's even like, oh, she reminds me of spring break. like this, And which is so true because I've been this drunk, not just on spring break. But spring break... This is so, this is so real. It's almost, it's almost like she thought because she was no longer in Dallas 
that none of Dallas High Society would be seeing her or judging her, not realizing this is being recorded. And they will eventually see it and judge her for it. They're like, okay. But I love it. I mean, I don't think I'm judging her for it. I was I'm not. No, dying. I'm not. I feel like the reason why Deandra is just super conservative about the way she acts usually um, is because she's worried about what Dallas High Society would mm. think. Mm. And remember last season, Leanne and Deandra got into this one argument because Leanne was like, Deandra, what's up with you like getting super wasted and showing up to this charity event in like with 30 minutes before it before it's about to end yeah remember that so that kind of speaks to deandra's reputation right deandra is yeah. not one who is known to get drunk or to you know be late or not abide by certain customs yeah but especially when she's in that mexico of, yeah you know i think this is the real she's like this is why jeremy loves me and i'm like oh god um kelsey who is my roommate and also is some of the podcast. I love how you always say that. Like I have we to know, know who Kelsey. she is. I know. I have to introduce everyone who's not me on the podcast. Yeah, obviously. right? Like, <laughs> do you introduce me on, on your pods with Kelsey? Like, you know, Armin, like my co-host and producer on uh, Hot yeah, and Bravo. Yeah, it's like the little, it's like Eddie's friend, you know? Like, it's like, it's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, on, like Kelsey, Eddie's friend slash roommate. Like, Although I was literally given the title of Eddie's friend on the closed captioning of your Revenge Body episode. You were? Yeah, I was Eddie's friend. Shut up. Yeah. I didn't even notice that. Oh, because yeah. it was closed captioned, so it was like the... Yeah. It was like... And I don't think Camille got that. I was the only one who got that. Fries for the table? Fries? <laughs> <laughs> Your starring line. Eddie, would you like some fries? <laughs> um, but what she was doing was she did some research into Deandra's family to kind of see where the money is and where the money came from. Deandra's dad is not the rich one. It was his uncle. Her cousins inherited... Billions of dollars. Her, The Simmons family is what? the number one producer of titanium in the world. And that is only just one of their major holdings. So basically all these kids are like worth $90 billion, essentially. Like millions and billions of dollars. What? Except for Deandra, who's asking her mom for 20000 to keep her business alive. So the high society, not exactly. <laughs> I thought that was super interesting. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, thanks, but, thanks for that info, Kelsey. Yeah, I thought it was fun. But uh, speaking of Kelsey's, Deandra, like the unofficial researcher of the of the she, Hot and Bravo podcast. She knows more than anything. Like she knows yeah. all like the secret stuff. Like she's like looking at court records for Michael Darby. And she's shit. actually also an, a historian. Oh, but she's 100%. just never been on the Housewives history. Yeah, she's she knows all of her stuff intensely. She that's all she watches. Is Bravo. I feel like one day we should have a blowout Housewives history with where, everyone, where it's like you, Kevin. Camille, Kelsey, but then like me producing, but like chiming in sometimes. Like a supersized one? Super duper sized. We'll have to find a season for that and we'll have to figure out when we'll do that. But I think that's I know a good idea. One. I know you know which one. Oh no, that one I have to be main. Oh yeah, you do have to be main. You know which one, one I was thinking of? I know exactly which yeah. one you're thinking of. Yeah. We'll get to it. Yeah. We Maybe can't another release one. it yet. We can't release it yet. Yeah, we can't release it. Yet. Um, but let's talk about Deandra again because basically Deandra drunk at the table is like Katie. Or not Katie. Carrie and Leanne, you need to talk about your drama right here. No sidebars. That's what messes up the group. And Leanne's like, so I want to have this conversation with Carrie one-on-one, but because you're demanding it, I have to have it here. She's like, yes, I'm demanding it. Have it here. Which honestly, Deandra got to give her kudos for because it it's real. Like when you're in Housewives and when you're doing this thing, you, you can't be like hiding off in sidebars and doing the one-on-ones and like I'll talk privately D'Angelo's right. Get it out on the table. Let everyone have this conversation together because you're never going to come to a resolution unless 
we talk it out. So Cameron starts talking about clicks within the group. And she says that she feels like Brandy and Stephanie are a click. And it's just hard when they are picking rooms and stuff because they kind of sequester themselves and they do their own thing. So she thought it was really nice what Carrie was doing to try to split up the groups and do the whole thing. But then Brandy comes back at Cameron and is like, well, you and Leanne are a click because when Leanne was discussing the rooms, you were just picking back what she said. You weren't actually making your own decisions or doing anything to be helpful. You just kept reiterating what she was saying. And so you're in a click. So this causes these two to come to napkin blows, I guess I would say. Um, <laughs> I love napkin blows. Napkin, That's great. This is our napkin gate of, of Dallas. Is this what we'll call it? Are this? we calling it nap? Is it a gate? I don't know. It's not really a gate. It's too minor. It's like a, it's like a, um, like a napkin, like, I don't know, shutter. Instead um, of a wine toss, it's a napkin toss. Exactly. It's yeah. a napkin toss. Um, and Cameron throws a napkin at Brandy's face, which Brandy does the same back and then tells Cameron to suck a dick, which seems to be a very well used, uh, term in Dallas because Leanne said it at DeAndre's 50th. Um, but to that, Cameron says, that's trash. That is trash. Trash. <laughs> it's trash. Which makes Brandy all upset. Uh, Cameron walks away. Carrie follows her. And, and Stephanie goes to follow her as well, which I, I think is really sweet. And what Stephanie says is she always goes to the person in a fight who she thinks is hurting the most. And that's who she goes to first because she wants to make sure that the person who's hurting the most is doing okay. And in this moment, she felt like Cameron was hurting the most. Gosh, Stephanie, you Mm. are a saint among humans. To have that kind of like maturity and understanding to where she's not even going to go to her best friend because the other person's hurting more. This woman has the biggest heart in the entire world. Her actions are really unimpeachable. It's hard to find anything that she's really done wrong. She's never done anything wrong. You know, I mean, I can't, I can't put my finger on yeah. it. And frankly, that just speaks to uh, her high level of empathy. Yeah, no, I loved it. Um, but Cameron explains that she to Carrie that she's just over the groups. She's over the the whole group of them, kind of breaking off into cliques and um, not not coming together as a group, which is what they are trying to do, especially in this trip. They're trying to come together, and if they don't come together, then they're just going to keep fighting and having all this drama. Um, then that cuts, And then it cuts back to Leanne and Deandra, and Leanne, Deandra's like, I'm not even judged drunk. I'm just tired. And <laughs> Leanne's like, no, you're not. Like, I will talk about this tomorrow. You're drunk. And she's like, you're not, Deandra's like, you're not supporting me. This is not, support me now. And Leanne's like, we will talk Tomorrow we will we are getting in the van. You are way too drunk to be having this conversation. Deandra's just like white girl wasted. Yeah, one day we're going to do a list top ten most uh, drunken housewives. Like not moments, but like drunken nights. Yeah, top okay. ten, top one through yep. six. Sonia Morgan, <laughs> right? You know Luann in, in Mexico. Mexico. Yes, that's when number, she falls into the bushes, seven. which Deandra was almost basically imitating. Well, yeah. Well, and she was like throwing up her legs and they're like, mm-hmm. Oh, we've seen her underwear. She's putting on spanks in the car. Yep. Let's get back to the fight between Cameron and Brandy because Cameron says that the reason she called Brandy trash was because Brandy said the F word in front of her <laughs> and that scared her. <laughs> Have you ever been scared by the F word? No, me neither. I love the <laughs> F word. I get in trouble for using it sometimes, but as I say the F word, um, I'm like the F word. Um, 
But come on, come on, Cameron. Seriously? I mean, the the dildo did stress her out too. It did. It did. Yeah. Um, this hits Brandy kind of hard though, as we find out. So they all take the van back to Carrie's place. And while Deandra's off, like humping Stephanie in the bedroom, like going full psycho, Brandy has a moment with Carrie where she explains to her that the term trash and more specifically white trash, which is what she thought Cameron said to her really affects her because Brandy grew up in a trailer park and basically no one, her friends, parents wouldn't let her hang out with her because they thought she was trash and her family was trash. So this has a lot of like weight to her. I, I can't imagine that. I don't know how that would feel. I I feel bad for her, but also I'm also less sympathetic because she was so unsympathetic toward Leanne. I mean, I am, I do understand. I feel like, I mean, like Brandy, this is hard. Like I understand like this is trauma from your life where like kids could not hang out with you because they would considered you trash. But like, if this affects you to the point where you're like in tears, maybe have a little bit more compassion for Leanne. It's very hypocritical. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I do feel bad for her and I could see how that word would trigger her. I, I don't know if Cameron was targeting her. No, and Cameron that way. says she never said white before trash. She just called her trash. Right. But then, and she's like, I was calling the situation trash. And both Stephanie and Brandy are like, nah, you were calling Brandy trash. Like that was, that was the intention. It wasn't the situation. It wasn't the action. It was Brandy as trash. I need all of these women to stop pouting and let Carrie go full crazy fun because I feel like that's what we need. It's going to happen. I feel like this is going to happen in the last part of the Mexico trip. You know, they always come together at the end. They always find their friendships. So here's hoping that we get a little bit more um, tequila party in part three of the Kairos trip. Kairos. I can't wait. And if you guys can't wait either, make sure you guys are subscribed wherever you're listening, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. Armin, how can people find you? At Armin Maham on Twitter and Instagram. You can find Hot and Bravoed on Twitter and Instagram by searching H-O-T in B-R-A-V-O-D. That's Hot and Bravoed. And you can find me by searching at Eddie underscore Strada on Instagram and Twitter. And we will see y'all next time.